in olden times when horses moved things literally, they they would become an asset. But you couldn't move your wagon with an undisciplined horse, an unbridled horse. And it's got me thinking like you can have all the drive, the passion in the world, the motivation, but if you don't have the discipline, it doesn't do you much good. And we're back, and I'm gonna kick this off the, the right way with a fresh 1.20 in the afternoon, non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite guilty pleasure is drinking non-alcoholic beer in a work day. I think you spelled wrong way <laughs> improperly. <Could be. laughs> uh, this, is, this episode is brought to you by Two Roots Brewing Company, Hella's uh, version. Uh, not an actual sponsor, but uh, hey, if you're into non-alcoholic beer, there you go. There, it's it's much broader market now than O'Doul's. You know, there was always O'Doul's <laughs> was the only option, and now there's so many good non-alcoholic beer choices with that are like not only lower in calories because it doesn't have alcohol, but I can drink seven of these while I podcast, and I can still make sense. Nice. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Guys, I don't know that I would drink seven beers wanting to make sense, but okay. Yeah, I suppose. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you listen to the Tactical Ages podcast. I'm Mike. This is Chris with me as always. And if you are new, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully we add value today to your business. And if you've been with us, thank you so much, especially to those that left the five-star reviews and ratings and all that stuff on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We appreciate it. You're subscribed to the YouTube channel where this video is. Uh, thank you. And if you're sharing up the content, benefiting from it, awesome. As a thank you, we want to invite you into the Tactical Agents Facebook group. It's completely free. Uh, you can go to tacticalagents.com to get your invite. And once you're in the group too, our book that we wrote called The Tactical Agents, uh, it's free in there as well. It's a 200 page book. It's not fluff. So we, we, we truly want to add value to your business. And uh, if working with us uh, in the coaching space in the future ever works out great. But even if you get some free stuff from us, and that helps you, we're happy with that too. So here we are, man, we're going to talk about discipline today. I should have I guess I should have queued up a Jocko clip or something, right? Yeah. Discipline equals freedom. That's pretty good. Something. Your your video we should maybe uh maybe the producer can turn your video into black our, our videos into black and white today. Right. So that yeah. we can uh, <laughs> we can go full full Jocko mode. <clears throat> and uh yeah, whatever you think about Jocko, the message of discipline equals freedom is certainly true, right? I like there's there's no doubt about that you can never you can never compose a symphony unless you did the discipline of learning your scales and how to play right. a note on your instrument right so like there's a certain absolutely undeniable truth that confronts us when we talk about discipline but people still struggle with discipline i what I guess I could ask why do people struggle with discipline, but let's 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 dial it into me and you. Let's just use ourselves as an example. When when you've been in a season in your, of your life that is would be more characterized by a lack of discipline, what do you think the the contributing factors are to that uh, for yourself? For me, it's almost always burnout that gets me. Um, 
you know, because I, I tend to focus on things, hyper focus on things and pour a lot into it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I hit this wall sometimes where I'm just gassed and I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. You know, and I just start, you know, whether it's food or, you know, um, even even like being on task and, and focusing on what I need to focus on. Um, I, I just let myself kind of get away from the discipline of doing that yeah. and uh, kind of wallow in my burnout, I guess. I don't know. But I, that that's what usually gets me is, is burnout. Yeah. I, I, I get that, right? You fuel up, you're driven, you have a, you have a certain level of desire and you burn that fuel off, <clears throat> but desire will only carry you so far, you know, right. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it carried Rocky all the way past Ivan Drago, but you know, I, don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's like, I watched Rocky last night and it, this is kind of what made me think about this topic ahead of recording this podcast because I watched Rocky four and it's like so motivating, right? Like, oh man, now I want to like chop wood and go to Russia and do pull-ups and stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so you get this drive and desire and, you know, Rocky lets himself be punched in the head by a guy who punches at 2000 pounds per square inch or whatever. Right. And just to wear him down because his heart carried him through, I, you know, whatever it's certainly motivation plays a role in getting us going. But like you said, you, you come to a point where there's burnout. It's hard to maintain that for a long time without some, some form of discipline for me, my, where discipline fades for me is having too many focuses or, or trying to have multiple focuses. Like I'm trying to accomplish too many things and I'm, it's like a blessing and a curse. And we share this, I think, uh, to a, mm-hmm. a great extent. It's like, man, I could, I could be happy doing a lot of things. I mean, like if tomorrow I owned a jujitsu academy and just spent all day teaching and doing jujitsu, I, I could be totally fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me have my family. My, like I could do that. Uh, I could go into uh, nonprofit work and do all kinds of cool things and travel around and help people. And I'd be like, just as happy going to bed and waking up as I am right now, you know, like, right. and now we're, we're doing uh, the tactical agent Academy and, and the tactical agents groups, the 10, seven project. We're doing all that stuff. And I, I, I have an unimaginable amount of fulfillment when I help people advance in their, in their business. Uh, you know, for me, and I think this is true for both of us, real estate's real estate, right? Like we don't get jazzed about the houses. Some people do. Some people really like seeing and understanding, you know, construction and real estate and uh house showings and all that stuff and that's great uh because everybody's gotta find you know that what what drives them fulfills them for me it's never been about the real estate it's been about the people it's been about helping someone um you know make that transition in their life for whatever reason it is that they're moving that's what drives me and and now in the coaching space seeing someone move i told told someone today on a coaching call like did six transactions last year, wants to do 20 this year. And I'm like, man, nothing would make me happier than to coach you and go from six to 20. That would fire me up, man. Like, so all that to say, I could do all kinds of things and be happy. And that's where discipline fails me because I can't do everything. Right. So <laughs> yeah. you, you have to like narrow your focus and that takes discipline, not just drive and determination. So, uh, yeah, burnout, lack of focus and 
and everybody has to play this dance between, oh, well, that's a good podcast title, the dance between desire and discipline. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it sounds every, like a romance novel. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you're, you could be on the cover like a Fabio, a bald Fabio. Right. <laughs> the, uh, play with my hair that doesn't exist. Yeah, well, you, maybe you can just flow your hands through your beard or something. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I got to thinking about that. And when you take like a, a horse, for example, everybody watches Yellowstone. So everybody's a cowboy these days. So this, this example won't fall on deaf ears because you, you watch Yellowstone. But you take a wild stallion, right? The Mustang that's like got speed and strength and finesse and beauty and can just run whenever it wants to right in the open field. Well, that's great except it accomplishes nothing. You're not leveraging the power of the horse until it's bridled and disciplined. It's broken, right? You have to break the horse, but then the horse becomes an unimaginable asset to, um, well, a cowboy or whatever. But even if you're like in, in olden times when horses moved things, literally, they... They would become an asset, but you couldn't move your wagon with an undisciplined horse, an unbridled horse. And it's got me thinking, like, you can have all the drive, the passion in the world, the motivation, but if you don't have the discipline, it doesn't do you much good. Well, it's interesting that you use the word broken. Uh, You know, yes, that definitely applies to horses, but when you're talking to people too, like, broken in this sense, doesn't necessarily mean like beaten down. It just means like yeah. you have submitted to the fact that you need to be disciplined. And mm-hmm. when, when you kind of get to that point in your life where you have, where you have submitted to the, it, it's a fact, like you cannot be successful without discipline period. Yep. And I think when you, when you realize that and you're, you, you've essentially broken that wild horse side of you and, and, submitted to the process, that's when things really start to change for people uh, as far mm-hmm. as, you know, their personal success goes. I think in that sense, self-discipline is overrated because we think like, oh, I I have to have all this self-discipline. And so ma- m- many of you, I'm sure, like myself, have experienced seasons where your motivation gets you going, whether it's getting in shape or losing weight or whatever. And then discipline has to take over because you begin to lose motivation because it gets hard or it gets boring or uh, whatever. And you have to come up with the self-discipline to put your feet on the floor in the morning or whatever else. But discipline from the outside is actually easier. So really the hard part would be submitting yourself to the outside discipline, right? Like, Instead of trying to conjure up your own self-discipline, because if you don't have it, you can't just conjure it up. I think that's a reality. If you don't know how to be self-disciplined, you can't just decide one day, I'm going to be self-disciplined. You need help from the outside. It's like, maybe you you can relate to this, uh, you, Chris, and whoever's listening. If I said... Oh man, I need to. Uh, I'm gonna get up at five in the morning, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read, <laughs> right or whatever. Like, and I and I'm gonna 
I'm going to pour into myself. I'm going to take this book that has got something that's valuable to me and I'm going to read it at five in the morning. I'm going to make a cup of coffee and enjoy the sunrise and read this book. That'll be awesome. When the alarm clock goes off at five, I don't care how good that book is. That's not appealing anymore, (laughs) right? (laughs) But uh, to use a, to call back to my jujitsu love, um, a friend of mine owns an academy and it's like a 35 minute drive from me. And occasionally when he's out of town, he'll have me fill in for one of their 6 a.m. classes. So I have to get up at five to get, get ready and head out the door to be there early and get ready to teach at six. A class starts then, right? So even getting up at five is cutting it close. But I don't even like, I made the commitment to go and I know people are depending on me. Someone from the outside has disciplined me by connecting me to that responsibility. Now I can get up and go. Or if I know if you were in town and we were going to get up and we were business planning at 6 a.m., I, I could wake up at 5, no problem. You know, I'll be ready for that yeah. large Americano and a blank sheet of paper. Like, I'd be fired up because the discipline is coming from the outside. Now someone's depending on me. Now there's an mm-hmm. outside process that I, I need to follow. Do you, right. do you resonate with that? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I can be a pretty disciplined po- person, and I know you can too. Um, but one of the... One of the things that really got me, um, I hired a coach and I paid a lot of money for this coach and we were talking about getting everything ready and you know, how I was going to hold myself accountable and do all that stuff. She said, well, I'm going to hold you accountable too. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And she was like, well, you know, if you don't, if you don't accomplish these goals, if you don't do these things on a day to day basis, what is your penalty going to be? And I said, well, that's a good idea. I'll sh- I should put something on it that, that'll keep me tied to this discipline this outside influence. And I said, yeah, I'll I'll donate, you know, $3,000 to charity or something like that. And she started laughing. She said, donate to charity feels good, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, you used to be a cop, right? I was like, yeah. She was like, I bet you're not a big fan of of Hillary Clinton, are you? And I was like, yeah, not so much. And she said, cool, (laughs) if you don't do this, you're going to donate $5,000 to Hillary Clinton's election campaign. Whoops. <laughs> yep. I promise you I was disciplined as hell that next six months. <laughs> and that was not self-discipline. That was the outside pressure right there. I was not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you mentioned coaching because that's that's really the key, right? Um, whether – so if, if, if you're in T-ball – the t-ball team when you're four years old or five years old on your t-ball team it has a coach and then you grow up playing baseball all of a sudden you um i have a a nephew that's on a scholarship playing college ball right now baseball and of course like so many young men they want to get into the majors right they want to get paid in professional sports but what's interesting is it doesn't matter if you're in t-ball or if you're in the in the major leagues there's a coach on the team yeah. and there's a training process and approach. They've got, get it all worked out. You, you don't need self-discipline. You just have to submit to the process. You have to have the willingness that really opened my eyes to why from here on out for the rest of my life, I will always be paying a coach always, always, always. 
because I'm never going to arrive. Professional people always seek to have someone else giving them discipline and a, and a, and, and a process to grow well, and to do the job. And if you, if you, um, read Tim Grover's books, um, you know, uh, relentless and what was the other one? Um, uh, I don't remember. Oh, it was so good. Anyway, um, t- Tim Grover did a lot of, uh, winning is everything. Lot. Uh, I don't know if that's the one or not. No, it might winning. Just winning. winning, yeah, winning, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what what you got from him is, you know, you had these elite a- athletes that he worked with, you know, Dwayne Wade, um, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and what I took away from that is these guys have their team coaches, but that's not enough for them, right? They're like, no, 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 I need another coach, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about Michael Jordan, the greatest player to ever live, hand hands down, not even close. You know, don't come at and, don't come at us with this LeBron. No, no, bullshit. no. Um, but you know, Michael Jordan at the top of his game, the best player in the world, hands down. Nobody can touch him. And what is he doing? He's paying this dude a fortune to coach him. This mm-hmm. scrawny dude who um, couldn't could never even play in the N- NBA. Right. Did not have the skill set. Was the guy he trusted and leaned on to to really push him and, and keep him, keep him going in the right direction. And I think there's a lot to take from that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's why like, yeah, self-discipline is, is fantastic. Um, but I think it's, I think it's something that grows inside people. I don't think that you just, I mean, some people are more self-driven. We, we hear the term self-motivated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, motiv- motivation is is great, but there's always there is always that dance between that desire, the drive, and the discipline to achieve it. And mm-hmm. if you're struggling with self discipline, what you need is discipline from the outside. So instead of making a bunch of decisions every single day that require self discipline, you make one decision for a season of your life that says whatever the coach says, whatever the system is, whatever I need to do, I that's what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when we go into the entrepreneur space and we have more freedom, then that we miss, we miss the discipline because we mm-hmm. don't have to. Right. And we, it's actually a, a huge benefit to, to, to have someone from the outside put the work on you and expect it from you and hold you accountable to it because then you show up. You're more likely to just do the things that you got to do, which is what discipline is, doing the things that you know you got to do, whether you want to do them or not. But when you know someone's depending on you and there's expectations, and especially when you've invested, when you have skin in the game, when you pay and you're like, I put money into this, so I'm going to do it. I mean, and guys, this, this is true. Me and Chris just spent... $9,800 in our business to improve our processes and flow for, for growing the tactical agents. We just spent $9,800. Like this, this isn't something that we're just like preaching because we, we want to get money. We, We we're, we're sharing this because this is the experience we're living and what we are finding is helping us. And, uh, 
it might not be us that you ever give a dime to, but it better be somebody. And when yeah. you invest in yourself, you got skin in the game. That'll motivate you. <laughs> That'll help the discipline because it's like, well, I'm not just going to light freaking 10 grand on fire. No, I'm going to watch the videos. I'm going to do the things. I'm going to have the meetings. I'm going to take the actions because I'm not lighting 10 grand on fire. Well, and that's, you know, it's funny you say that because if you if you look at, you know, our, our coaching programs and you get into the advanced stuff that costs a little more and uh, gets a little more one-on-one attention and we're, be, we're holding a little tighter to accountability, getting returning homework and stuff like that. What's really fascinating is when somebody comes into that program, they succeed. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's every single one of them. Mm-hmm. They, they increase their stuff. That's why, you know, we throw a guarantee on it, you know okay, if you do what we tell you to do, you're going to make a lot of money because we're holding you accountable and you're being disciplined and you're doing what you're supposed to do. So it's, it's, you know, yeah, we throw, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you all guys, all you guys a big secret right now. Yeah. We throw a guarantee on it because if you do it, you can't lose. So (laughs) it's, it's, it's easy for us. Yeah, sure. We'll guarantee it. Do the work. Cool. You can't lose if you do it. So, all right. (laughs) Exactly. Well, guys, I don't know if you agree or disagree. Let us know in the comments. That's okay. You can you can drop a comment. And again, if you wanna if you wanna join the fun, you can become uh, part of the Tactical Agents group at tacticalagents.com to get your invite. Once you get in, uh, you can connect with us directly uh, with people that we're we're connected to uh, just casually and people that we're coaching. You can get our book for free. Uh, and again, hopefully we add we try to put value added content in the group regularly so that it can uh, it can help shift your mindset and improve your methods all that good stuff. So join the fun. We're here for it. Any final parting words, Chris? Go get coaching. Quit quit being stupid. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better. All right, guys, we'll see you next episode.